Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good evening, good night, good morning. Welcome to the Can We Help You podcast, your non-professional advice podcast. My name is Sasha. I'm Jax. I'm Franco. And the three of us, you can just think of us as the brothers and sisters you never had. Maybe wanted, maybe didn't, but you've got us. You're stuck with us. You press play. So here we are. And uh, every few days we take questions from you and we ask, can we help you with that? And before we get into anything else, if you have a question, remember, even if your question is half-baked or half-asked, you have to send it because you have to pay your listener tax. That is, it's an obligation. You are required. And you can do that by sending it through on socials at Can We Help You Podcast or go to the website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com. Home. I'm done. Someone else speak. The rule is that you do have to send in a question, but there is no obligation for that question to be good. Yeah, no, nah, it can be sh- <laughs> We don't need shit. good questions. We Mm-mm. just need questions. Yeah, questions, just, yes, just of anything. any kind. What did we do the other week? Was it a smoked or marinated meat? We did a whole master <laughs> debater on whether <laughs> smoked food or marinated food is better. Like, ridiculous. Exactly. But so much fun. And look, if you're a listener of this podcast, just mention a food in your question and you know oh, yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah. I marinated chicken today. I feel like marinated chicken today. I made something really nice this week. Now, have you guys heard of Nat's What I Reckon? Yes. Oh, yeah. We should get so, it on the show. Work, I feel like he doesn't do much else. Work, I think he's pretty busy. I'm holding up his cookbook at the moment. That. We get free – well, we get – radio stations and people within radio stations get sent free shit all the time. And oh, yes. we have a lot of books. So I'll walk past desks and there's just piles of books on people's desks that they've been sent. Look, i gotta, I got to be honest. Um, I know that we probably don't have – I mean, we might. But if you work for a PR company, why do you send books to radio stations? Well, no I, one's going to – 
Like, unless you're super-duper famous, unless the book that you're trying to promote is written by someone who is extremely famous and in the pop culture, you're not going to get a shout-out or an interview by sending a free book to a radio station. I just I've seen it happen. I have seen it happen. It it works very, very rarely, but I have seen mm. people send in books and and then, you know, a month later or something like that, someone <laughs> comes in and says, oh, I made something from that recipe book and it was really good and they mention it on the radio. Yeah, that's so. so true. That's so true. That's how PR works. We also have podcasters, podcasts, and a lot of podcasts will talk about books. There's all sorts of podcasts that are in the listener stables. You know, there's healthcare ones, like health ones, there's self-help, there's fucking, there's everything. There's kids ones, there's parenting ones. Are you trying um, to launch a book review segment on this podcast? Because I don't no, know if I'm down I'm to that. No, I'm trying to talk about the food I made from this fucking cookbook. Anyway, where my okay. where my desk is is right near the main kitchen and that's where mm. the books that no one wants go to be collected uh-huh. by someone who does want them. And I was stoked that Nat's What I Reckon's big, thick, hard cover. Oh, hello. Oh, Okay. <laughs> hardcover cookbook was there and I snatched it so fast and this week I made surf and turf mega rang and it oh, was lovely. so effing delicious it was prawns it that was chicken very good it was really really good lots of garlic lots of um spring onions chili oh my god, oh my god. it was so fucking good can we just talk about food I haven't for a bit? had lunch today. I haven't oh. had lunch, and this is oh, oh my god! I am so Killing hungry you? now. Yeah, surf and turf migraine. That's what yeah. I'm going to have. I'll find it somewhere. No, I'm sure he's probably posted the recipe before. But if you want, although the the problem with his cookbook is it's actually comics, so it's not your standard. Yeah, I think you'd like it, Franco. Oh. Actually, I'm just okay. So it. it's a bit of bit of entertainment and a bit of it's like a graphic novel cookbook. Yeah, exactly. Right. Are we doing um, PR for that's what I I've just said don't do don't send books to and now we're doing PR for no, that's what I reckon. It's exactly. Not. We pretty much work for him at this point. Oh, yeah. look, he's into who cares? Like we're just talking about things. We just talk about crap. And today I'm talking about a yummy cookbook. I mean a yummy recipe I got from a cookbook I just got, which you know, people might want to be like, oh, I want to check that out. So go for Sounds it. Sounds like PR to me. Your PR. Um, I, I made a butter chicken tonight, actually. That was very Yum. delicious. Oh, my God. What are you going to make, Franco, since you're so hungry? I was just cooking tonight. Can... Well, no, we, we, we're, I'm at um, I'm podcasting from my parents' house at the moment and we're going to go home um, after, after we do this. Um, there is a really nice Greek place that does an incredible server. It's on the way home, oh, so we might, might yeah. pop, it, uh, pop by there. Good. That sounds really good. I had banh mi for lunch. That was also delicious. I love banh mi because they're so cheap. Like I don't feel guilty about getting banh mi for lunch when I'm like, oh, I'm getting lunch it's at work. It's the last cheap food. Am I wrong in saying that? I think that there's there's nothing else like a banh mi. How much does a banh mi set you back? A banh mi is like at a good place, like eight or nine bucks. Okay, well, mine was 10, but I got the roast pork with crackling, so it's not. Gee, that's pretty good. Yeah, and it's the crackling's always legit. a couple of bucks extra. It's like pork belly. It's like sliced pork belly. It's really good and yeah, man, just like you can't just so really good. beat ten bucks. I mean, even in like a three piece feed at KFC, has got to be like sixteen dollars these days, surely. Um, yeah, sushi I think still relatively affordable. When I go to my local sushi place near work, I get like two rolls and two like side pieces. So I'll get like, um, uh, oh, fuck, what's the small one? Looks a bit like a poo. It um, looks like you're kind of like masturbating a penis. Who well, doesn't? Sure I wasn't going to... like that. I was going like that. Who masturbates? Yeah, like a, penis a really weird kind of masturbation. Like a detached penis. 
I'm sorry. Let's let's move <laughs> on. Stop what? it. I don't want to talk about what that. What are you talking Anyway, about? I get two side pieces plus two rolls and it's like $11, which I think mm. is pretty reasonable. And I'm full afterwards. So, you know, sushi and banh mi. Subway is still relatively cheap, sort of. I don't know. I love Subway. Whoever would like to sponsor us who is a food um, company, a food brand, um, See, we talk about any any and every food that you we want. We definitely will. I'm just I'm just thinking about an Italian BMT right now. Oh fuck, I love Italian BMTs. Oh my god. If Yum. we don't get onto a question, then I'm just gonna start salivating. <laughs> <laughs> no, well Jack said he had something for us in the intro. I don't know what it is, but he said, Oh guys, I've got to tell you something. Well, save it. It's probably about food. I hope so. Uh something happened to me over the weekend. Um and there's a but there's a group of people who will find this amazing and there's a group of people who will, won't really find it anything at all. What group are we in? Yeah, what do we sit in? You guys are definitely in the going to be in the, mm, okay, whatever kind okay. of okay. section. But there will <laughs> be people out here this. listening to this podcast who will be absolutely amazed at this. Celeb what? Oh. what? A celeb what? Now... That was really loud in ears. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't that. I'm sure you fixed that for the podcast <laughs> listeners, but I can't hear anymore. <laughs> we won't be able to hear your great celeb watch. We haven't had a celeb watch since. Was that the, your shit one at the theatre? And you're like, oh, no, I guess you no, what I saw. And we're like, what? No, fucking don't event. you remember Jason Segel? Don't you remember Tom Cruise and... James yeah, Gordon. you saw. Yeah, but you saw the ones. Okay, so Jason Siegel was good because was you saw great. him at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. that was two your good best ones. one. That was your absolute best work. Yeah, Tom Cruise and 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 James Corden. They were on a stage, and you were in the audience. That's what yeah. they do. They yeah. were being celebrities. Yeah, okay. okay. correct. All right, hit us. Let's well, go. I, I went to a play over the weekend. In in the production, uh, one of the actors uh, is a guy named Jonah Platt. Now, if you you probably wouldn't know who Jonah Platt is, but you might yeah. know his brother um who is ben platt and now no. ben platt was in pitch perfect he was benji in pitch perfect um he's very much a big name in the theater world like really really famous he was in the dear Evan hansen movie if you've ever seen that movie which i doubt either of you have no nope. i um, have googled ben platt <laughs> and i am him. staring at a photo of him and yeah. i have no idea who he is but carry on <laughs> He comes up when you Google. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait. He's pretty, guys, he's oh, pretty famous. Okay. He was in yeah. an episode of Will and Grace. Yeah, okay. He was in The Politician. Did you ever watch The Politician? He was in an episode of Will and Grace. Like, he that was is not. in an episode. He's, look, in the theatre world, he's massive. Okay. Anyway, right. um, we as we got to sitting down, um, it was a sort of a late start. It was closing night. And uh, we look over and three seats down from us with... His fiance is bloody Ben Platt himself, sitting down right there, ready to watch his brother. And I was like, "Wow!" And if you, if you, if you knew who Ben Platt was, and you're into the kind of things that he does, you would, you would, be, you would be impressed with that. I'm just, you know, when you out. Google a celebrity and and it comes up, if you scroll down a little bit, it comes up with like people also search for. I don't even know any yeah. of the people that are like Ben Platt. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone Noah in this Galvin. man's universe. <laughs> Molly Gordon, Mark Platt, uh, and Jimmy Catro. Who Jimmy are these Capro. people? I don't know. <laughs> I vaguely recognise him from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, look, I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> anyway, so that was my slow watch for the weekend. All right, well, at least you brought something to the table today. Yeah, 
So if you're listening to this podcast and that interested you or you're amazed or you, you've heard of Ben Platt, just let's actually go with if you've heard of Ben Platt let at us all. Know. If if we said the name Ben Platt yep. and a face popped into your head, please let us know because I'm starting to think that we should ban <laughs> yes, Jax from this segment. <laughs> Unless they're Very in How I Met Your great. Mother, no more celeb watches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, well, how about I get to a question then? Do something useful. Okay. Uh, Well, I got a question here from Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Ronnie says, hello, brothers and sisters I never had but always wanted. I have a bit of a weird one for you. Mm. Love a weird one? Is it Ben Love a weird one. I wish. Uh, um, uh, Ronnie says, I've been living with my housemate for a year and a half. Recently, I learnt that said housemate has been watering her plants with her menstrual blood when it's that time of the month. Okay. Oh, my God. According to her... It's good for the plants. Personally, I find this really gross and unhygienic, especially (laughs) as so many of her plants are in our communal space. She's reassured me that she only waters her plants with her fertilizer. (laughs) However, I still feel quite uncomfortable about it. Am I being dramatic or is this a bit odd? How do I tell her I find this uncomfortable without hurting her feelings? Thank you. (laughs) Love. From Ronnie. As I said, we take all questions. Ronnie, this is a great question. Thank you very much, this is Ronnie. Probably this one of the is, weirdest ones we've ever th- had. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> um, now, first, first question. I, <laughs> I've never heard of, like, obviously, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this happening at all, but I've never heard of anyone, and you need to realize that this is part of the process. I've never heard of anyone actually collecting that. Um, for Let me, any kind of use. Oh, okay. I think you're going to say you never heard of anyone collecting it. Like, how do you collect it? Do you squeeze it out of a pad or a tampon? I um, don't really want the answer. No, I just want to point out that that is part of the this. process here. No, there's someone listening going, how the fuck do you co- – like, wh- where is it going? Is she sitting over a cup all day? I just want to explain. Have you gentlemen ever heard of a menstrual cup? Oh, uh, I've heard yeah. of a moon cup. Is that is that the, yes. is that what that is? 
So, because yes. my first thought was, well, how is she getting it? I was like, oh, she probably uses a menstrual cup, which are really great because she can leave them in longer than you can tampons. And they are literally like little silicon cups that you insert and then you actually tip them out and you're supposed to wash them between uses. But the idea is you can mm-hmm. leave it in all day. Any man listening to this and going, ugh, gross, shut the fuck up, all right? <laughs> Menstruation is how you got here, all right? Without periods, no you, one will be alive. So, how do you wash them? Um, you you are supposed to boil you them. Boil them. Uh-huh. Yes, you boil them. Yeah, oh, of course. You're supposed to boil yeah, them. Yeah. No, that makes um, sense. But the idea is you can leave it in all day, so you don't. It's not like you have to wash it in a sink at work, which would be uncomfortable <laughs> for would, some people. Yeah. I guess the th- the good thing about a little cup is that you can collect it for uses like watering, watering your plants. plants. <laughs> My question is more: oh. is is it worth it? Some people. This is similar. Will plant their placentas after birth. Now, this has got oh, been going on for plant. a very long time. Plant your placenta. Aren't you supposed to eat it? I've you heard can of eat eating it. it. Do yes. you like plant it like in soil? Yeah, yeah, but like with a tree. <laughs> like you don't just put it in the soil. <laughs> I was going to say, what does it grow into? Sorry. Oh my god, could you grow babies from your placenta just on a tree? Oh my god, there's That'd a new baby. That would be so just much easier. Um, yeah, no, no, no. So people can use um, the placenta in their gardens. I have heard of that. I'm actually watching a show at the moment called Call the Midwife and it's set in early 1960s London and they are midwives and delivering babies in people's homes and there were literally yesterday I was watching an episode and they were like, make sure you save that afterbirth, love. It goes really good on my runner beans. So this isn't completely Does anyone new. know what a placenta tastes like? Not personally, no. Um, no, I, I Franco. haven't. I haven't seen her on any menus. Um, Let me hang on. What does placenta taste I, like? It would probably taste like liver or something. Like it's it's an organ. Oh, uh, yeah. Placentas are rich in blood, lending it a coppery, gamey flavour. Chefs who have cooked it. Coppery, gamey flavour? Coppery freaks me out. <laughs> compare it to squab. Others suggest it's like liver. And some compare it liver, to chicken. See? Oh, okay. Everyone says something if it's weird or you don't eat it. They're like, what tastes like chicken? Might be good with a big English, you know, big English cook-up breakfast. Like a blood sausage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually not hungry anymore. I was I was starving <laughs> when we started this. <laughs> um, there was a blog I used to follow when blogs were a thing and it was called Shut the Fuck Up Parents and um, basically it made fun of parents oversharing on social media. I'm sure I've talked mm. about it before because it was a great blog. But one of the... Um, categories was women sharing images of their literal in a actually one image is burned into my brain big glass like look like a salad bowl like a big glass salad bowl with literal chopped up placenta in it raw and this woman's like "Mm -mm, tucking in after giving birth to Nevaeh Lee Jones do you you Uh, chuck in the fridge yeah no people make milkshakes I have heard of people making milkshakes out of them that's disgusting I mean, I whatever. Like, uh, it's obviously oh yes. There's proof that it's good for you. Um, I've I've heard well, of people that well, there are there are services. Well, I, I I don't know if it's proven that it's good for you. It's it, people like to eat it. I've heard of services anecdotal. where there's anecdotal evidence. You can provide this company with the placenta, and they'll turn it into pills that you can you know take every day Capsules. while you're breastfeeding and that kind of thing. Yep, that's understandable to me. Yeah, sure. Tucking into a big bowl of chopped placenta is. 
Not it's, for me. Eh, That's all. Hideous. <laughs> now, what was the question? <laughs> so, <laughs> <do you> wanna... <laughs> we're, we're not we're not too far off topic. We're um we're watering we're, plants with menstrual can't... blood, right? Yeah. Ronnie's housemate waters her plants yep. with her menstrual blood and Ronnie mm-hmm. is finds this a bit uncomfortable, wants mm. to know if maybe they maybe Ronnie's being a bit dramatic and also like how do how does Ronnie broach the subject again sure. without hurting her feelings? Sure. Look, Ronnie, I think you're gonna have to take the L on this one. Um if it's going oh. into a plant mm. it's oh, not going it's not like she's okay, unless your plants are in your home and you're oh my god. And there's splashes of blood on your the, belongings or I on mean, your floor, pretty, on your uh, carpet. But the thing is, like, the, the plants, it's not like, okay, so it's Ronnie's housemate, right? It's not like it's just plants that are in Ronnie's housemate's room, in which case it's like, well, it's in their room, that's their room, just don't ever go in there. It's in the commu- It's in the living room. And, yeah, is like, Is it in the maybe, living room? Did she say living room or is it outside? In their communal spaces. So they have, they have different plants that they've each purchased and that they kind of, you know, I guess it are theirs. They say it's in the communal space. But they might be outside. I mean, if it's outside, I don't think there's you can't like what what do you mean it's unhygienic? It's outside, like it's in a it's in dirt. I yeah. I think outside is okay if there is a um a dedicated area or a corner of the garden perhaps. Um which if if it were me, I would, you know, just not go to that corner and everything would be fine. But um I, I, I don't, I don't know what to suggest for Ronnie here. I don't know what the right call is. What compels someone to water their plants with their their own? Well, um, it's. I think it just goes back to the similar thing with the placentas. Like it's like rich in nutrients, and you know, I mean, I don't know if menstrual blood is. It's uterus lining. I don't know if there's like a placenta yeah. has grown a baby in it, so there it is nutrient dense. I don't know about period blood because it's just shedding of the uterus wall like what's particularly it'd be like oh i i don't know like anything from your body it's like oh i well i've heard of blew my nose into my plant i don't know fuck i've heard of um some women who have cooked bread using um yeast from themselves (laughs) um i've heard of that before (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I am drawing the line there. That is just fucked up. That is just not. That's, it's not, not right. necessary. Not it's, to eat. Not to eat. Exactly. It is not. It's so unnecessary. This is just a bit weird. But I don't think like it's. If I just don't think it's unhygienic, Ronnie. As long as it's being done, you know. As long, like I said, as long as it's not in your inside your house. I can't think of it and, and like think, oh, that's unhygienic. Like I, I'm worried for the safety of my health. But if I were sitting on a couch in my apartment and there was a little table next to me and there was a plant on that table that was filled yeah. with menstrual blood, I would not sit on that couch. And I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm period shaming or anything uh, like that. Yeah. This, no, that, I don't. For some it's not reason, yours. I would avoid yeah. that room. And that's unfair yeah. <laughs> because it's in that room happens to be in my house. Yeah, and, yeah. Like... Would it, uh, I mean, would it have a smell? Um, Maybe. It's blood. It's blood. And, you know, like, let's not get too 
bloody graphic, but it's not yeah. like it's it's blood. So it smells like blood. That's all it smells okay. like. Well, okay. I, yeah, even blood. I'm not sure that anyway. You, I don't enjoy the smell of blood personally yeah. in any sense. Um, but if this plant is outside and your housemate is, oh, my God, this is so grim, your housemate <laughs> is just collecting it and <laughs> taking it out there and you don't have to do anything or see anything and it's not a parsley plant that she's then picking from and putting it in your food. Oh, oh, then, I, then I just, I, I, I think oh. you have to just let this one go, Ronnie, because oh god, it's grim, okay. but it's not unsafe. I don't. It's her plants. Uh, it's, it, again, if if it was communal plants, even that. Oh fuck, I don't know. But I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can do anything about this, Ronnie. I think maybe just if you're that uncomfortable. It's, Get a new housemate. If I were in Ronnie's situation, yes, get a new housemate is, is kind of an appealing option. But <laughs> I would consider just coming up with some very basic ground rules. Um, I, I would, for example, I'd like to see um, some rules like in your room, anything you do in your room is fine. Anything you do in that corner of the garden is fine. Mm. Uh, do not maybe perhaps water mm. the plants while I am around. And uh, no mm-hmm. fruits and nothing edible. That's that's definitely another one. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's like hundred. The the first time, if I'm sitting there as um as Ronnie, the very first time that I saw my roommate wander out with their cup and pour it into the plant, I think I would be grabbing my things, getting a hotel room, and never returning back to that house personally. Um, and, and just a note, because I, I completely understand your perspective there, and just a note for anyone out there who is listening who, who might be doing this, um, I honestly think the best course of action, because obviously we've talked, it's not necessarily unhygienic, it's not that much of a problem, don't tell the housemate, because all it does is makes people uncomfortable. Oh, I just, just live your life I, and do, do water your plants in secret. I, just don't tell them. <laughs> I would love to, I would be fine living in a house if I didn't know that that was, that that was I don't going know about on. That. I, I personally am not I sure that, that I would be okay with that. I think you have to tell them, look, I don't want to shame. If that's what you're into, if that's what you want to do, no, no, I'm not, you know, no judgment from me. But I think you got to tell the tell your housemate and then your housemate has the right to say, um, I would prefer if you didn't do that in the communal spaces. And, you know, the communal spaces, you have to come to, come to some kind of understanding or compromise. It's not just you know, you living there. So I think part of the compromise is maybe don't water the communal plants. Yeah, which they're not. Menstrual blood. They're not. They're watering their own plants. Yeah, uh, but they're in the communal space. It doesn't matter. So. But it's outside. But what? Are you sitting in a pot plant? Like, no, you go outside and you, I don't know if they've got a balcony or if it's a garden or yard or whatever, but, like, it's not, it's not like it's, you know, they're not pouring it on the lounge. Like, they're... I would. Putting it I in a plant. would still want to know I, if it were me. I would want to know exactly which plants it is, and and just so I know, you know, where that yeah. matter is. Way to avoid. You know, like yeah. obviously it's not on the lounge, but if it's if I'm sitting in a room and I know it's around me, I just don't know where. That makes me uncomfortable. If I know it's in that plant, <laughs> potentially I can just avoid that corner. Like, <laughs> what is going to happen? Like, okay, now you two, I think. See, are, see are just I know, I men. know that I'm being unreasonable. 
I yeah. absolutely know that I'm being unreasonable. It's not going to jump out of the plant and get me. No, it's, it's not. It's, <laughs> it feels like it could, though. I don't know why, and I can't justify it. That is your own problem. Sounds like a you problem, not a Ronnie's housemate oh, problem. Look, I, I'm not against it. I just think, you know, I also wouldn't um, fertilise plants with my own poo. I just don't think that that's something that... That is unhygienic. That is disgusting. That's unhygienic. Is it though? Because that's like proven to be a good fertiliser for plants. We we literally buy it bagged from other animals. Although actually, hang on. Do you know there's a fertiliser called blood and bone? It's literally blood and bone. So I guess this does make sense. They're saving money. They just don't want to spend money on the fertiliser. Blood and really? bone. Really? They're, they're doing reeks. your favour, Ronnie. It is so bad, blood and bone. Oh, my God. You okay, always know so speaking of blood and bone, of, of course, like I've, I've heard of this and, yeah, like it's used in a lot of garden centres and, and like for commercial farming and that kind of thing. Um, houseplants? Never heard of it being used on houseplants. I don't, I don't know if that's really necessary. Yeah, but this is like just okay. Remember as well, women don't bleed liters. Yeah, yeah, cycle. Yeah, I know. It's like it's a tiny amount. It's, you know what? It's probably completely redundant. Like that amount isn't really going to achieve much. I honestly don't know if I have a problem with the amount. I think it's just the fact that it's happening at all. It could be a milliliter. I think it's just the Look, fact that that I, and I'm I'm starting to wonder how did Ronnie find out about this? Like, is this yeah, did it, yeah. like Jack said? Like, did did the housemate just come in and start watering the plants, or was it a sit down <laughs> conversation? Did yeah. did someone start smelling blood? Oh my god! How would you feel if Ronnie, like Ronnie's housemate, was just filling up a watering can and then putting like mm. literally a cup in, which is uh, I don't know, I, I, three inches big, long maybe, mm. and not very wide, and just diluted it, popped it into the watering can and then poured it. And then it's mainly just water anyway. Uh, look, I would probably not really think too hard about that, but, I, I mean, depending on whether I was watching Ronnie's housemate do that or not, I think if I saw it happening I'd be like, um, that's a little strange. But I guess if I didn't know about it, then I wouldn't know about it. Um, exactly. If it's in a watering can, like a lot of watering cans aren't see-through. You don't. If you don't know what's going on, it won't hurt you. I think, and I know exactly. that this is wrong as well. But I've I've just kind of got this vision in my head of Ronnie's housemate, you know, walking out of the bathroom and then going to pour straight into the plant. And I know that that's probably not what's happening, but it's not that far from what's <laughs> we don't happening. Know. Really, Ronnie had to find out somehow. Yeah, Ronnie had to find out somehow. What do you normally do? Like, where does it normally? Go if you don't put it on a plant. You just pour it down the toilet. If it doesn't oh, okay. go on a plant. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, you just pour it down the toilet um, <laughs> yeah, okay. and then rinse the cup and give it, it a seems like, clean. Uh, so that seems like less effort to me than, than going to the effort of pouring it on a plant. But I think, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I've come to the – I'm, I'm affirmed in my decision – or in my assessment that Ronnie just has to accept this. However, if it is in any way impeaching on the comfort of your living experience and them just pouring it on a pot plant outside that is theirs, I don't think impeaches on your living experience. Like if they had a collection jar next to the loo and they were filling it up and leaving it there, that's that's another story. Mm. Because that's what, that was my next question was like, well, are they waiting till the end of their cycle? Yeah. Are they doing it every day? Like, There's you so many what? questions. There's a, you know, there's sort of like a, an industry around, you know, people selling bath water or, or you know, farts in a mm. jar or, or air in a jar. Maybe, Ronnie, 
you and your housemate could, could go into business together and you could sell, you know, like pure um, menstrual fluid as a fertiliser. You could be I, rich off this. This is not legal advice, but no. I think bath water is is fine because it's it's water. But there is there there are potentially laws about mailing um, bodily uh, fluids, human waste, human waste products. Yeah, correct, correct. My follow up question, Ronnie, which I would really appreciate a response on. So please let us know. Are her plants growing well? Are you getting the benefit of beautiful plants? If so, yeah, I mean. Mm. Yeah, then maybe you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I did have a slightly unethical um, approach just passed through my mind, which I feel like it, it's maybe potentially worth mentioning. Um, if this is problematic, if if Ronnie's housemate is, you know, watering all of the plants in the lounge room and doesn't seem to want to stop it at all, would there be anything wrong with potentially um, poisoning a few plants just to prove your point, to say... Hey, it looks like it's not working. Maybe you should stop. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. I like that. <gasps> Sabotage. Don't kill innocent plants. They're just I trying know, to get it's along. Bad for the, it's bad for the plants, but look, they've gone through enough already. Just had a little Google, and um, uh, this is a thing that people do, obviously. Um, this one website has said it's not recommended to pour period blood directly onto the soil um, because the concentrated fluid could cause odour as it dries and will attract insects. Oh, my God. Your best option is to, is to dilute and make a watering solution. Yeah, like so, I said. I yeah, hope, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I will, okay, uh, for you two... If Ronnie, mm. your your housemate, is just pouring it undiluted, then that does sound absolutely disgusting. That it would attract insects. So you know, have that conversation. How awkward though! And I think that was the problem. Ronnie's like, it's so fucking awkward, which is why I was like, just take the L, just deal with it. Um, but yeah, if it's creating any sort of hygiene issues, re insects, re smells, then you're gonna have to tough it up and say something because that's 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 not cool. Like. You know, if that was their own house and they were happy to live with that, then that's fine. But if it's causing discomfort to you in that way, then you should yeah. say something. It's one of the comments here is um, I started to use the blood on my veggie garden and um, they they definitely seem happier. So, um, I mean, I personally am not sure that I would um, – maybe, yeah. maybe that's why I don't eat veggies. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I've got to say that is one – of the weirdest questions we've ever gotten. But great question. I'd say it's one of the best questions. Thank you yeah, very one of the much, best Ronnie. Questions. You you have paid a hell of a tax there and we appreciate mm. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make them exempt, I, except uh, I do want to find out if the plants are doing well. You yes, do have to please respond. let us know. Um, and also, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't in the original question, but I just want to know how they found out. Yeah. That's a, that's oh, a big please. part of it, yeah. yeah. That's a great question. Okay, that's all. Let's let's go. Let's that's enough. <laughs> that's enough for Good today. Idea. Good idea. You can send a question as well if you're listening to this and you've been inspired at Can We Help Your Podcast on socials or Can We Help Your And we'll be back in a few days. If you partake in this, hit us up. Let us know what it's like and whether your plants are happy with it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. I don't want this to turn into what the podcast is about, but yes, sure. I'll, I'll accept <laughs> we might one. start a trend. Get over it. It's just period. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.